0: Welcome to the Big Geek Podcast, I'm your host Ron Avis, and with me on the couch to my left is the Prince of Pixels himself, Nick Wright, <laughs> and today we're going to talk about our 10 favorite N64 games ever.
1: I just want to say, I was snk you were asking, yeah. What do you mean? Remember the other day when we were talking about uh, like our most disappointing uh, times in gaming history, and I was talking about how the Neo Geo Pocket and the Neo Geo Pocket Color were released just within months of each other, just so soon. Well, I got uh, on the Nintendo Switch. It was like maybe two weeks ago. Fatal Fury 2 came out on the Nintendo Switch with that um, kind of eShop, kind of virtual console thing they're doing right now. Right. And uh, so I thought, you know, hey, you know, Fatal Fury 2, cool. Hey, I like uh,
0: SNK games, and yeah, I like and, Fatal Fury games.
1: Yeah, and, and it was, you know, it was kind of the uh, the first one that introduced my Shiranui. Uh, Kim Cap was always a favorite of mine. So yeah, sure, I'll pick up Fatal Fury 2. So you know, I get it. Well this past friday Fatal Fury Special came out. Now, I know that you're not as familiar with like the Fatal Fury games. Yeah. But uh, you are familiar with Street Fighter, so let me put it in, in these terms that uh, basically that's like if th- the original, you know, vanilla Street Fighter 2 came out, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Oh, hey, cool. Yeah, I reminisce about Street yeah, I'm Fighter. That, I played for that sure. back in the day." Yep. And then a week later, they released Street Fighter 2 Champions Edition. Why the hell did which, I just buy is, Street yeah. Fighter, regular Street Fighter? <laughs> which, which is Street Fighter with the bosses, basically. Oh my God. That, that's Fatal Fury Special. You it, got SNK. I got SNK. That's yeah, Fatal Fury Special is Fatal Fury 2 with the bosses and a couple other extra characters that were in Fatal Fury 1. So I had to get it. <laughs> I mean, I. But, yeah, well, they
0: could have spaced <laughs> it out a little better, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, it You, you it, know it it's going to happen. It wouldn't be nearly as. Uh, it sting nearly as much If it was spread out more But since it was just Like within a week Or two weeks It was like really <laughs> Yeah cause like Every week they would Release
0: some kind of New S&K classic uh, You know They've already released Two of the Metal Gear games yeah. and
1: Well yeah. yeah And like the They had Metal Gear 3 Like uh, Metal Gear Metal Slug Three. Yeah, Metal Slug Gear. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, Metal Slug Three was released like back w- like March, like when the Switch first came out, right? And only just recently they released yeah. Metal Slug Two.
0: So much so that I had to go. Did they release another Metal yeah. Slug game? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they did. And three.
1: to me, I like Two was like my favorite one. Two, two or X. They're basically it's, X is like the Champions Edition. Of yeah, the X two. is like the one where they kind of <laughs> like
0: did they sort of change how like you know how like they would have slow mo endings in the Metal Slug games? Did they kind of like? change that to where it didn't have that
1: slow down a little bit oh you just mean like when just so many enemies are on screen yeah it's like just chugging along down mm-hmm. uh, No, i mean that was just a thing about the hardware right okay
0: but yeah x i'm aware of x and it's just like the most polished
1: version basically yeah. right x x was you know like i say it was champions edition of metal slug 2
0: yeah that's kind of shitty man <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it's only eight dollars at least this time yeah. you didn't fully go out and buy a whole new handheld uh but it is really comical that we were just talking about that like literally last
1: week yeah, so as soon as it <laughs> happened i'll say i was snk'd ah,
0: we're gonna have to get you a
1: t-shirt that says i've been snk'd <laughs>
0: you've been snicked <laughs> nick's been snicked <laughs>
1: So um, anyway, so our our topic for today.
0: Topic for the day is um the N64. Uh, our ten favorite N64 games, in no particular order, uh, in its tradition with our previous lists. Um, and it's it's funny because we got to the N64, which we've been kind of climbing that ladder. We did the the eight bit NES, which we both agreed was probably each of ours most notal- nostalgic. Uh, you know, the the classic just came out, and everybody's feeling that nostalgia and uh. I felt so much for the N- the NES, the original classic. I loved it. Yes. And the 16-bit, yeah. we did that next, the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And I think we just sort of say, like, you could argue that the 16-bit area of games were the best. I mean, like, you know, the graphics, of course, have gotten better. Sound has gotten better. But the the, the mechanics and uh, the play of the games... Yeah, it's... Definitely a... Uh... It's more timeless than the 8-bit version, uh, yeah. era of games. Uh, so when the N64 came along, I was like, well, what's so special about N64? I mean, yeah, I liked it, and I had it, and I bought a lot of games, and I started thinking, well, wait a second. The N64 is special and unique because it was the very first, like, like made-for-couch co-op
1: four-player anytime you needed it. Uh, system that and just such the polish of 3d i mean the playstation was already doing 3d and polygons and whatnot but to me though like the mario 64 and the zelda 64 it was a huge huge milestone in gaming i think it was as if sony was just sort of dabbling with 3d like with games like jumping flash yeah and and nintendo i think really polished it
0: nintendo was they came out third and uh it got delayed a little bit and when it came out oh brother i mean it was just so much better in in most ways uh it was like the most fun system and uh, i got into playstation a little bit later but i was already like hurting from the saturn as we another one yeah. we <laughs> talked about the saturn was such a horrible uh, I, I don't want to say it was horrible because it had its good points but if you were a Saturn owner like myself and you didn't have a PlayStation and you were seeing how much fun everybody's having with like the Resident Evils and the jumping flash and they had those really polished 3D polygons. Oh uh,
1: yeah, yeah, you mentioned Resident Evil and I remember like, you know, everybody's loving it on the PlayStation and then the Saturn version came oh, out, and it was just Awful! Like, yeah. We were so excited to
0: get a Resident Evil, and it was so janky. I had forgotten ugly.
1: about that until you mentioned it.
0: Yeah, so here comes the N64 with its you know 3D technology. And uh, they... Oh, gosh, now I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to be so mad because I can't remember. But they, they had partnered with uh, the uh, maker, a chip company, and they made a big deal out of it at the time when they were making the console. Uh, what was it called? I don't know. I'll probably like throw it up on the thing later on, but uh, for the video viewers, not so much for the audio. <laughs> Poor Mark. He's like like silicone, right something TV. or other. Like it was like Silicon something, and it was like it was kind of big because I think they were the same company that was like putting out all those awesome like special effects of Jurassic Park, yeah, movies like that, which had just come out recently in theaters. So here you had this Nintendo system uh, with you Know all these classic characters that we loved, and now we're getting them in the N64. So we got this N64 system out now, and it really was an awesome system. Uh, so I guess we'll just get things started. Uh, after saying all that, mm-hmm. how, how great it was for uh, you know, the Catch Co op, I'm gonna go ahead and start it off with a single player game. <laughs> and uh, I don't know like what other game I could start off with other than Mario 64. Super Mario 64 was probably into the, still
1: my favorite
0: in 64 game uh, yeah
1: like i said before just a huge milestone and when uh you know it was it was either it was a good month i think before it was actually released into the wild that you could buy one that they would have the kiosks at like a toys R us or um uh, blockbuster video i think had um and Big yeah. promotion
0: between Blockbuster and uh, Toys R Us didn't have the promotions, but they were they did have the kiosk, and that's where I first saw yeah. it. Was a Toys R Us,
1: and it was just amazing, just in all the the different nuances that you could do with like the analog controls, like if you just you pushed it a little bit and he would tiptoe and just walk, and then a full run. And, uh, you know, they had the Z button on the bottom. That yeah, well, that was the first thing I remember, too,
0: is, like, looking, and they had that controller, and it was on that little stiff arm, and you're looking at it, yeah. and there's all these buttons. Because, uh, you know, you went from, like, two buttons on the NES controller to, like, it, you know, the two shoulder and four buttons on the face of the Super
1: Nintendo. It is kind of the most uh, kind of alien-looking, Oh, for lack was, of a better... It was not
0: a pad.
1: Uh, it, it really wasn't. It was... It was just an object. And, I don't know how. Else and to I feel like it. I had already read, like in a magazine or something, because you know this was not really so much internet. I mean, internet was a thing, America Online, you know, but yeah, it, it wasn't like not every household was online basically at this time. It was definitely
0: in its and, infancy. Uh, yeah, in, there was no, there weren't a lot of Nintendo
1: related. I feel like websites. I had seen like an article or something explaining how you hold the Nintendo sixty-four controller you would with your left hand you would grip if you're using the analog you would hold that middle part and if you wanted to use the d-pad then you would grip you know both so you instinct
0: you just knew to hold it in a certain way Like i'm did. looking at it like, i'm like
1: i feel like i already knew like <laughs> yeah. how to grip it because i had read previously but yeah if you didn't know i could totally understand like how do you even hold this thing
0: right and but with a mario game You know, like, any time, for a long time, Nintendo would put out a new system, that Mario game would come out, and it would teach you what all the buttons did so naturally. And, you know, you had that, the three, or the four triangles that controlled the camera. Yeah. Which, you know, right off the bat, the camera in in the Mario 64 was really, really good. Um, And you didn't really appreciate at the time until you started playing all the clones that started coming out afterwards,
1: and none of them could touch the camera and how, well, I say
0: smooth, uh, and,
1: I, and it's interesting with the controls too because you mentioned it had so many buttons all over it mm-hmm. but I think that there was kind of a uh, it had these extra buttons but like those yellow C stick well it wasn't a stick that was GameCube but yeah. the, the camera buttons the camera buttons were smaller yeah. and that the other they were like the two main buttons yeah like, the A button was like a big the, green the dominant buttons or was that, that, that am I once again thinking of GameCube It's GameCube <laughs> yeah. also yeah uh, yeah, they. they I guess they, were they just weren't red. as big as like on GameCube, but yeah. they were they were bigger though than like the C buttons.
0: You knew those were the main buttons. And yeah, they,
1: they, they would try to you know focus on like with Mario, it's like you know mainly it's just gonna be this jump and, and this button. Yeah, you
0: know. yeah. The analog moves him around, then you have your action buttons, I guess, like jump and all those things, and then but then you realize
1: it gives you like the option for even more. Because then you got your shoulder buttons and this Z button. You're for the, sure
0: rewarded if you explored
1: around a little bit, and yeah. they,
0: you know, you're standing outside in front of the castle, and you have that open world. And for the first time ever in a Mario game, you you weren't just confronted by an enemy. You know, you had you were encouraged to kind of explore around, climb up a tree, go take a dip in the moat,
1: yeah. uh, walk in through a door, and then you got these um, like, w-
0: what am I supposed to
1: do? Yeah, you definitely had that you could just run around before you get up to the castle and really start into the game so you're kind of you're just making running circles and just figuring controls out yeah for the point. longest
0: time I didn't know what I was supposed to do and then you go you finally find like that picture that you and you just sort of instinctively jumped into it yeah. uh and then you're you're just transported into this gigantic 3D world that you'd never seen or imagined before yeah. at least for me cuz I didn't have a PlayStation <laughs> and uh just being so blown away. Uh, all, all kinds of games that came after Mario 64 owe oh, Super Mario 64 everything because it really ignited that 3D sandbox craze that every single character of Nintendo or whomever got the treatment, whether it was Sega and Sonic. They were all trying to make the same thing happen that Mario made with Super Mario 64. Yeah. And, uh, you know... But Miyamoto is just such a genius. He, he's still cranking
1: along now, but uh, just you know, like, that, the the level design genius of just uh, the early levels that would teach you things and you don't even know you're being taught. You know, you don't even. He was always the best at that for yeah, sure. You, you're you're basically going through a tutorial, but you're you're just unbeknownst of you, you're just having fun. You know, it, but it's teaching you that. Oh uh, there's a sleeping piranha plant, and you should just tiptoe past him and he won't wake up and snap at you. But if you run past him, he wakes up. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and also the you know collecting stars was like a big thing then too because you you could beat the game, but then you could spend so much time afterwards trying to 100 percent everything. Yeah. You know, and you knew that there would be stars in that world because there would be like that dotted outline. Yeah.
1: So it's you like collect a star,
0: out. and like it would be like the third star of like three. They still do it today. Yeah.
1: And, and you're like, oh you know, well,
0: some early part of that stage, I didn't get a star. I gotta go back and find you see the doors that. in
1: the castle that oh, you have to have five stars to get past this point. And they so, made it very yeah, obvious, like there's a door that here. says five or
0: ten or twenty or whatever. Yeah. Like you knew that you need to keep going back and finding those stars, and it just. It didn't hold your hand. It just you just knew what to do, and man, yeah. you got to give them a lot of credit for that. Yeah. Just to nail a game right out of the out of the gate in '64, uh, Super
1: Mario '64, awesome game. I love it. That's yeah. my first game. Beat it if you can, Nick. There, there's no way. <laughs> 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 it was our best Nintendo '64 game of all. Right? <laughs> I should have maybe um, saved that one. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what, what am I gonna pick? Uh, I'm gonna do. Uh, Mario Party, just because it's uh, that not Mario Party 1, mind you, but as a series.
0: Oh, so you're going to cheat a little bit yeah, and I'm say as cheat- a collective.
1: I'm going to cheat a little bit, just <laughs> okay. because um, I think of the Mario Party games I, on Nintendo 64, definitely two I played the most, but because I, I don't want to say one, because while one started it all and was great, it was also the one... That had the uh, mini games with the three hundred and sixty, where you're like going really fast. And you get oh, the blisters they, on your Nintendo. Hands. Hated your yeah. hand, apparently. <laughs> so, I remember that. Yeah, that was awful. But the uh, but Mario Party was just the start. I think. Well, it, I think there's another game on our list that was actually the start, but uh, it was definitely one of the party games that we played. That you know when.
0: Yeah, thanks for bailing me out on, the, on the, con- the couch console like concept that I was raving about in <laughs> 64. Like, you actually pick a game. Where yeah, you-
1: I mean, th- I had to pick that because <laughs> of the party aspect of it. And, and you know, because like Rebecca and Eric and, you know, if Mark was in town, Mark would be there. Mm-hmm. But uh, we would all get together and play these party games. And uh, th- those, were, those were good days.
0: Yeah, and you you could, um, they were for sure good days. And when I think of N64, I think of my friends and stuff, you know, almost as much as I do the games because of of all the memories. And, you know, if you had a favorite character, you could become, like, that avatar. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some people might fight over the same ones. But, you know, somebody wanted to be Peach, they could be Peach. Yeah.
1: Uh, Not everybody wants to be Mario. You had all these other characters to play with. And, uh... You know, and I think we mentioned uh, you know the Nintendo sixty four being such a party console, but I don't think we really mentioned that. It, I think it was the first of the consoles to actually have four controller ports built in. No, you're like, right. The other systems, like you know, had the adapter, like the Super Nintendo had the yeah. Adapter there's like the Turbo and Tap and all and these NES other things. NES had its adapter, but
0: and it would get released for a specific game, and it, then it would not get used yeah. again. Uh, and usually they were sports games, but Nintendo was like, right off the bat, boom, four players, go forth and party on. Go forth and Mario party.
1: Yeah, they, they just built that thing out of the box that it's meant for.
0: And in a way, it was those controllers, getting those extra controllers were a little pricey. Yeah. Even to this day, uh, Nintendo still gouges you a little bit with the controllers. Yeah. But I remember it like, being a big deal, getting like the different colors. So everybody would know which one was there. Yeah, it became more yeah. personal. It was the first machine to really kind of do that thing where you could kind of personalize your system a bit more. Uh, get the yellow controller, the green controller, the, yeah. the blue, every every color you can almost yeah. imagine they would have. So, like, you had your gray ones, and then you're like, I don't want that gray one anymore. <laughs> like I want, I want the red one because red's my favorite color. Right. So, you know, it, it became expensive, but I didn't mind because I knew I was getting so much use out of it. Uh, and Mario Party is definitely a game like Logan to this day still love. It. They're up to ten now. Oh uh, wow! And that's not even that's just counting your mainline yeah, console. I've games. kind of
1: I've kind of fallen off the. You know I don't really play the Mario Party games anymore. But, uh, kind of lost interest after like two or three. Or yeah, whatever. when
0: you count handhelds and I mean all that other stuff, like there's just so many Mario Party games and you know it's like a sports franchise they just sort of tweak a little bit here and there and the concepts aren't really are that far off from one year to the next and maybe that's why like most people aren't going to get every single game every single and year
1: it was so good too about being able to even out that playing field that because you got your group of friends over and there's always like the one guy is like great at video games and that somebody else that you're, you're just like, oh come on, and you gotta join in and play, but maybe they're not that good, and you know, kind of timid or whatever. But it would, it would even that out, and so everybody was kind of on an even playing field, that because uh, it would throw you those bonus coins or whatever, mm-hmm. for, like whatever different. You could catch categories. up, and even
0: if you didn't get the highest score, like you could excel
1: in other. Yeah, like things of the game. So often, I mean, you, you never could tell who was gonna win Mario Party. I mean <laughs> it was always up in there. It was until the very end. And yeah. it
0: was very much luck or whoever had the last go or yeah. but that that's just kind of a staple of a lot of these games we're talking about. Um easy to pick up, hard to master and sometimes maybe not this one so much. Like you said it was Yeah, a lot of
1: things are the roll of the dice with that.
0: But Right. But one thing I, I remember too about Mario Party was really loving board games and kind of, you know, you, you would get a board game that would come to a console like a Family Feud or a Monopoly or whatever, and it just never translated very well. This took that concept of, a like, an actual board, and you're moving your, your pieces around. Which and it, were,
1: it comes alive.
0: Yeah, it, become, it comes alive. And uh, it was, like, really the first game, I thought, that nailed that board game aspect of yeah. it. And I think, too, is a big part of that was you, you were never too bored because between every couple of turns, you were, like, off doing this mini-game. So, no. yeah, that's a, that's a real good pick. Uh, that's, I wouldn't have thought of that one. It's funny you bring that one up, because mm-hmm. it, it's always been there. But when I think of N64 games, I don't really think of the Mario Party series. So that's a good one. Didn't beat my Mario 64, but it had <laughs> Mario in it. <laughs> and uh, I, I guess with my next pick, we're just going to continue that Mario train. And I'm going to go with Mario Kart 64. Yes. Uh, uh, Mario sixty, Super Mario sixty four, the the platformer, the three D platformer, that game is a better game, but I'm sure I got more time out of in sixty the the Mario Kart oh, sixty four.
1: yeah, I mean Mario Kart. I mean when when the group you know mm-hmm. the group was over playing, it was always Mario Kart.
0: Yeah, there's always a bunch of people. There was always at least four, and you know people with you know standing out waiting their turn, just kind of like at an arcade, yeah. waiting your turn. Uh, Mario Kart 64, it, even though it wasn't the very first Mario uh, Kart game, because
1: that came it out... It felt like it for a lot of people, I think.
0: Yeah, and uh, it, it's funny. We were talking about Mario Kart games before, and I, I, I forgot more Super Mario Kart. Yeah. Was it Super Mario Kart? That, yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. straight up Super Mario Kart. Super Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo. And, uh, you know, that, that game... Uh, if, if it didn't have Mario characters in it, it probably wouldn't have been as big a seller as it was, because yeah. I don't feel like that game was that fun. Might get some heat for that. But it, it felt like f Zero with Mario characters, but I thought f Zero was more fun. I thought it played better. So Mario Kart 64 really put it on the map. It took the concept of kart racing and made it a thing that others, again, try to emulate on other systems. Whether it be Crash or Sonic, they were all chasing the Mario Kart. And it's because they nailed it so much. Yeah. Uh, having the ability to um, not only outrace your opponent, but to hit your opponent with weapons that were <laughs> in the world of Mario. Yeah, throw
1: turtle shells. Turtle shells, yeah.
0: the, the the dreaded blue shell yeah. that you would... Uh, You know, you'd hear it coming, or if you're in the middle of the pack and you see that blue shell coming, you just kind of like, oh, here it comes. (laughs) And if you're racing in first, you might hit the brakes and let that poor stat (laughs) behind you go ahead. And they're like, oh, like I was always that guy in second, thinking, oh man, he stopped for some reason. And then boom, I would get hit. Um, But again, it was like one of those things where everybody got their favorite. Um, Mark, of course, was always towed uh I yeah he had to be Toad, and that's cool and uh, nobody else really wanted to be Toad, but he was Toad, and he would always say
1: that i'm the best
0: if he uh, i guarantee
1: he's saying it right <laughs> now <laughs> he's
0: probably saying it right now as he hears it he's like i'm the best still <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah that was great um i guess we both kind of liked luigi but i don't care if like one of us did get to be luigi had so many others to choose oh, from yeah. it was never a big deal uh and it it continued that trend of you know taking all of the the history that Nintendo had and putting it in this multiplayer game that anybody could pick up and start playing you you didn't have to be really good at racing games like Daytona to pick up Mario Kart and have a great time and come in first place yeah because it had that rubber band thing going on where you know if you were in last you could easily get back to the middle of the pack or even first yeah, with like, a couple of you
1: the star man
0: the blue shell you know, yeah whatever. so you know I don't know how many times I went from first to last and just not being, like, couldn't believe it. You know, you always had that guy who was really good at Mario Kart, but you can't help it if you get blue-shelled and then you got a red shell coming after you and then a star man. You're going to, you know, you're going to get passed. It had
1: its ways of evening out the playing field, but it wasn't quite as, uh, you know, like Mario Party where you just had no idea anything could go.
0: Well, that was randomized. This It was skill. this, This
1: definitely had more skill.
0: Like you weren't gonna be in first if you just couldn't stop, you know, running into the walls and stuff. But, but remember games like Rainbow Road, like the tracks. Oh man, wow, yeah. And, and and another thing too about the Mario Kart 64 is like there were those shortcuts that like I don't really feel like any of the Mario Kart games since has taken advantage of. Yeah. You'd almost hate it because like there's that one well, level where you jump up the those, ramp through the cave. And a lot of
1: those shortcuts were just not exploits. Meant to yeah. Be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rainbow
0: Road in particular, where if you if you
1: had the courage to. That dive,
0: you were gonna win because like
1: hopping over the wall on the Wario Stadium, yeah. Yeah, I used to do that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> everybody would take off and I would back up. <laughs> <get> <laughs> you didn't running, even care
0: but... if you messed up.
1: You're just like you guys yeah. go on and
0: race for second. And there, gonna...
1: There's a few times that. I actually did it, and then I'm, like, super, super ahead of everybody else, and other times where I just never could get it right, and everybody's, they've already laughed at me, they've already started yeah, going around. Yeah, you'd have to make that choice, like, well, at <laughs> what point do I give up and just start
0: racing, because, like, since it is Mario Kart, I can get a couple power-ups and be right back in it, yeah. uh, but... Oh man, I love those games. It's some of those tracks and the multiplayer. Uh like Block Block Fortress is like my favorite
1: yeah.
0: um, multiplayer level that ever, you know, there ever was in the Mario Party game or sorry, Mario Kart game. And uh just continue that trend, man. I I, hate, I keep I'm gonna pound it home again and again and again. N sixty four was the catch co op console. Yeah. And N sixty four, uh I love it. And uh, the, more, the more I think about it, and even my t-shirt kind of shows it yeah. off here. Like, I was a big fan of the N64. Yeah. So Mario Kart 64, that's my number two. Nick, what's your number two?
1: Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with another kind of a, it's a ser- series, but um, it's the start of this series. And so I think it's important. It's, it's another huge milestone. Uh, but uh, Super Smash Brothers.
0: Uh, Imagine not, me and you, yeah. and you and me, yeah, so the happy commercial. together. <laughs>
1: yeah, you definitely need to pull out that commercial. Me and you, and you and me, no matter how they toss the dice, you have to be, the only one for me is you. Happy together. Something's gone wrong in the happy-go-lucky world of Nintendo. Introducing Super Smash Brothers where all your favorite characters go toe to toe in one four player star-studded slam fest only on Nintendo 64 so now, Oh, I because when I think yeah, of because Smash the Bros. whole concept. Yeah, the, they, those guys are they dressed up as the uh, the Nintendo mascots and they're just kind of like dancing around through a field or whatever. Yeah, they're just skipping and along just... arm in arm, and then like Yoshi or one of them
0: like turns and like clocks so Mario,
1: punching like on Pikachu. <laughs> and that that
0: commercial sold the game perfectly. I was like, wait a second, I can beat other characters up. This is great, and it 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 was a fighting game in a time when. Nintendo didn't try to, they, they weren't kind of like trying to be the next Street Fighter. They were looking for their own thing, and they nailed it in a very yeah. Nintendo way.
1: Yeah, it, uh, definitely more of a party fighting <laughs> game than uh, your serious, like, one-on-one fighting game. Uh, yeah. A lot of chaos. Chaos but, is uh, that
0: game in a nutshell. And like, it, even the, like, health bars and stuff are really kind of confusing to grasp. Uh, yeah, because,
1: I mean, there is no health bar, per se, but you're percentage of damage and uh-huh. so the higher your percentage the further you'll fly over oh yeah you it. get
0: blasted off and then you go on to that like little secondary bubble and yeah. then you're trying to get your way back onto the platform and the and the backgrounds were very interactive to the characters yeah. and they were like yeah. as much a character you're fighting the backgrounds as much as you are the other characters like, yeah oh man
1: how many times <laughs> is it you die because of something in the background you
0: know? many many times
1: uh, but, but like it added that chaos factor that you were talking yeah. about
0: it is is an awesome game and it it was again if if mario kart you were excited to play only mario characters like now you're playing smash bros where all of the nintendo licenses had come together for the first time like you said it was a big milestone yeah and uh no one else again nintendo did it first and has done it best no
1: no other that's that's what really the main thing i remember when i first heard about that game is like I can be Mario fighting Link, yeah, or Samus. Samus
0: versus or, Pikachu, yeah. <laughs> In what world would you ever yeah. imagine that? You know, it like, was so cool. Yeah, that that's a great pick. I was never good at, uh, at uh, Smash Brothers
1: at all, but we, I didn't care. I don't I was, really remember that we ever really played it much. It's like those party kind of game get-togethers. I I don't think we did either. I don't know why. Maybe we were just into other games, but. It, it, I liked it. Just too busy playing the Mario Kart and Mario Party, and
0: yeah, I mean you can only play so many games, and uh, it, it it was like it's very much one of those things where you pop it in and play for a few matches and you're done with it, whereas uh, some other games, so you might play longer. But uh, yeah. it it's a game where you can easily get into and play and get kind of good, but then a really like a pro gamer uh, still
1: can kick your butt. Yeah. Yeah, and even more so, I think with the the newer ones in the those uh, Smash Brothers titles, they've definitely refined it. But uh, but yeah, absolutely. yeah, they have leagues like yeah. actual pro gamer leagues uh, where Smash Bros is
0: is in there just as much as Street Fighter. S- Super Smash Brothers is is a really good game, uh, and it it fits right into that motif that I'm going for of the party game yeah. and the the catch co-op. And uh, e- even though the those games got better and better. Th- this probably a lot of smash brothers fans aren't going to it's not
1: going to be their favorite but ella and uh i don't think we mentioned either that uh just a lot of the you know now it, it wasn't in the, this first one but with the newer games i mean they've got all these guest stars and stuff now like sonic the hedgehog is in it now i mean the, N- nintendo makes a huge deal like on twitter they'll announce like
0: coming this month you know like they'll throw in uh like the Duck Hunt dog or Rob the Robot. Yeah. Or
1: or you'll get those cross,
0: you know, platform. I
1: love seeing those obscure, like, old characters like Duck Hunt dog. And I love that people are like,
0: oh, I want the ice climbers. Like, in... Like, when would you ever even clamor for the Ice cream? Mr. Climbers? Game & Watch. Oh, Mr. Game & Watch yeah. is awesome. I love that Nintendo, I mean, they, they just, they, they know that people love the history, and they just keep yeah. dropping these in. I love those obscure, like, references to but the old then things. they But then they would go even more, they would go even further and get, like, Sonic and Pac-Man.
1: Pac-Man. And, and Mega Man, and, and, like, they just really didn't belong. made those
0: deals with the other companies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they they would all play nice, whereas back in the console war days... That would never happen. No, you know, like Sonic would assume spit on Mario, just as soon spit on him than he would, you know, be in the same game with him. Now they're running along side by side in Rio.
1: They're at the Olympics. (laughs) They are, man.
0: They're 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 competing in the Olympics. They're they're like like brothers nowadays. I always find that kind of interesting. So that's a really good pick uh, as your second. So we're gonna go to my third. Uh, I'm gonna get into the uh, continue with the multiplayer, and uh, I, I can't. Do a list of N64 games without mentioning the granddaddy of console first person shooters, Golden Eye. Golden Eye was the first console uh, first person shooter style game to, to really get it right. I mean, there were Doom. Doom, I remember, it came out as a yeah. port. Uh, but who would imagine that a license or a property like 007 would be such a huge hit on a Nintendo yeah. console? Yeah. It really doesn't make any sense. It, sh- it never should have been the and big deal that it was.
1: If, if, uh, to my knowledge, I think it was the first two that it would have. Uh, where Wherever you hit, hit the opponent, you know caused more damage. Like if you hit him in the leg, you got very little damage. But if you hit him in the head, you know that's. Oh, yeah. High, a hit shot damage. is more of a crit yeah. hit
0: than you're know, like. Yeah, you're right. It's a body. You became aware of that
1: more. Yeah, so you, you would aim for certain spots. Whereas you know, games like Doom, it was just just. Da 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 yeah, you just da da plowing da. through people with the Gatling gun.
0: Yeah, and uh, respawn points. I remember being campers being a big
1: problem, especially with the four players. You know, you just oh. a person
0: would die, you knew where they were. I'm
1: gonna have to look up. There's this picture <laughs> I've seen where it was something about uh, a co-op, like back in the day, and they had like cardboard to, <laughs> to the TV <laughs> to like split the screen. So you're. I wish I looking... had thought of that because. You, you couldn't help but feel suspicious, like when you got like hit out of there. Right. Stop looking at my corner of the I'll screen. I swear I'm
0: not doing it. Like I'm right. not looking.
1: Your eyes are wandering. I'm. You know. You say you're not, but they are. You know? yeah, and if you play
0: that map again and again and again and again. Even if like you catch it in your peripheral vision, like that's there's yeah, that little.
1: Like, sometimes you just can't help. Can't help it. it. You know, you're you're just really so familiar with to. the map. You just happen to see. Oh, I know where they are. And
0: just, if they respond, they're only going to pop up in a couple of handful of different places anyway.
1: Yeah. But I, I remember like. Oh and then, yeah, and that, <laughs> um, you talk about respawning, because I remember that one in particular. Cause I knew like in there was like that bathroom was like a respawn point, yep. And he, and he had those like bombs that you could set with the watch, mm-hmm. so you would set bombs like the proximity mines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you had
0: bastards with that proximity <laughs> mine that would just turtle themselves in that area. And if you had a you know multiplayer, you see like the screen hasn't moved <laughs> in a while, you're like, I'm not going in that bathroom, you <laughs> son of a
1: bitch, <laughs> I'm not
0: doing it. Or or you would try to take your time, and you could shoot them, and they would explode. Yeah. If you'd see them, you'd pew, pew, ah, <laughs> But, I mean, yeah, that, that was, but it was awesome. Everybody had their own style of play, and I remember it was the first time, like, rocket launchers were a thing. I remember just cracking up, because I was working at Babbage's at the time, and we had a demo, an N64 demo unit yeah. on the counter, and Goldeneye was in there for a while, and we just sit, you know, like and rocket ourselves. You know, we'd look down and <laughs> blow ourselves up. And we would just laugh. It was like PC gamers had that experience, but console gamers for the first time with the the analog, you could kind of get close. Like you didn't have a, a keyboard and mouse, but you could get close, and it would get closer and closer as time goes on. But uh, Goldeneye was it, it was just it was it came at the right time. It, part of it too might have been that there was like a real game drought for the N64. And it came during a time. And it was a good game. It was a rare game. Yeah. So it, rare meant quality on N64. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that partnership was w- among the best all-time partnerships for many first-party developer. You know, third, or third-party. I guess they would be third-party because Nintendo would be first-party. Yeah. But they were exclusive to Nintendo. They didn't really do that much back in the day. Right. You could have a Capcom game and never their systems. But that was exclusive to Nintendo. And any time they released a game, it was a big deal. But it just so happened that GoldenEye was a fun game and uh i just have so many fond memories of that game like there would be no halo if there wasn't goldeneye
1: yeah i gotta say though as great as goldeneye was and just such a huge huge impact on gaming of that time it hasn't aged well i don't think though <laughs> well uh, in some of these games you, probably a lot of these well games i mean it. you know i think you can go back to mario uh, 64 you know and you still play that and it's just such nostalgia it's still very playable but uh and, and it you know, the poly count is low on it. But, it is. But when you look at Golden Knight and it's got like those block hands, like yeah. holding the gun. Time yeah. hasn't <laughs> been all that
0: uh, kind but, to Golden Knight. I
1: mean, it, it, that game had a huge, huge
0: impact, though. Yeah, right? it, it was a fun game. Uh, it was a game that I'll always remember fondly, even if it's not something. Golden as a franchise has been long dead. It never went beyond that one
1: game. You know, well, they. Uh, it's interesting you say that because they did. Like remake it, I I, I want to say on like Xbox three sixty. We had a version 3. of GoldenEye oh, that it came was out. Wii? Yeah. yeah, it was like reloaded or something like mm-hmm. that. And uh, yeah, because I forget what console it was, but I got it thinking like, oh, you know, it was GoldenEye was great. I just could not get into the remake though. It just other other first
0: person shooters had spoiled us at that point. Yeah, I guess so because it's I, a relic that you have to just leave in the past. I mean,
1: and they had like totally redone it but i just still couldn't get into it well even games like perfect dark zero made by rare i mean they they just so further advanced you know i didn't even even originally when i was on nintendo 64 and and there there are those that love perfect dark oh yeah they want new games all the time but i I couldn't get into perfect dark i was all over goldeneye but Mm -hmm. i didn't get into perfect dark
0: me neither um and I don't know why. It's just GoldenEye was just like one of those things. It was lightning in a bottle. Uh, it, it really it wasn't until the Xbox came out that first person shooter games became a thing again. Yeah. But yeah, GoldenEye. That that's my uh
1: that's my number 3. Okay, so mine. You're up. Um the new Tetris. Sweet Blocks. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Sweet Blocks. Oh yeah. yeah. The new Tetris. You know, and I got to say, I mean cuz usually uh, and they seem to kind of come out with like a new tetris game every little bit and poyo
0: poyo tetris just got that
1: but oh yeah that, that looks good it's I'm, fun to
0: try it out on switch
1: yeah uh,
0: especially if you're new to poyo poyo like i am
1: yeah i have, I have no idea it's it reminds me of dr mario a little bit, yeah, but anyways just connect the colors <laughs> you know mm-hmm. that's all i know about it mm-hmm but uh, but yeah, every time there's a new Tetris game, it's it's never quite the same as like the original, like either on the Nintendo or the Game Boy, right. whichever one the first you one. may be playing. Because you know you got that music going in your head and whatever, and it's it's classic. But the the, the new Tetris on Nintendo sixty four, that one, because I mean, that it gave you the four players four players i was just sitting there thinking once and again four players they, they they always seem to try to do their new gimmick and the sweet block which is you know what we called it <laughs> that's I, what I'm not we yeah it wasn't sure. called that really I, mean, I, I don't even really know what they called it but we called it the sweet block that i love that gimmick though that mm-hmm. one really worked and, and that was what was it it was like if you put together it would like, form some like one big the, square it, but it, they had to be like the same type of uh, like matching You had to make a square yeah instead of just like you know the tetris with four lines Mm -hmm. but somehow you made a square and uh, i don't
0: remember what the mechanic was specifically to make that like what i think there were two kinds
1: of sweet blocks too like there was a gold one and a silver one
0: i remember the gold one yeah
1: but um I'd have to look it up. I don't even remember anymore, but uh, it
0: was always so satisfying. Oh, we yeah. were always
1: like, "Oh, I got the sweet block." It, even if you were playing
0: <laughs> against another player and you see that sweet block, you had to admire him a little yeah. bit. Like, "Oh, nice job <laughs> on that sweet block." It,
1: oh yeah, I mean that um, that particular version of Tetris, I remember fondly. That that's a good
0: picnic because even though I rem- I never owned that game, I played it over at your house, and we did have so much fun. Mm-hmm. I remember playing that with like Eric. Yeah. and, you know, others. but oh, yeah. uh, Rebecca, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, not to leave anybody out. We all, we were all, like, you know, anytime a new game came out, we were always landing back at your yeah. place, your parents. Um, But, yeah, they, they brought in the four-player, which I think was a first, and you had the sweet block mechanic, and you, you add that to um, a tried-and-true recipe of Tetris, and you got hours and hours of fun. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't a Mario game, but it was something that you could change up you can change it up a little bit. Like if you didn't feel like doing Smash Brothers or Carton, you could throw in the Tetris. And uh, you, you got that familiar Tetris game, but on the next level. Yeah. So I don't really have a whole lot to say about Tetris. I guess to yeah, add I, to I,
1: it, it. I don't really either, other than the sweet block and four players. Is players.
0: When you said yeah. Tetris, sweet block is what yeah. came to my mind. And other people, maybe they had their own names for it. Or maybe they yeah, just I called don't.
1: it what it was supposed to be called. But In, in our <laughs> click, it was the sweet block.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. I like that pick, for sure. All right, so that's your third. I go to my fourth. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Super Mario Golf 64.
1: <laughs> oh, or maybe uh, it was just Mario
0: Golf uh, 64.
1: Yeah, I think it was just Mario Golf.
0: Yeah, it wasn't Super. Super was the Super Nintendo. Everything was just 64. Yeah, it's just like, like how Mario
1: Kart, it went from Super Mario Kart to Mario Kart 64. But it
0: was Super Mario 64, so man, that's just throwing me off.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it, 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 it,
0: at any rate, it's uh, Mario Golf 64. I would never imagine that a golf game would get me as hyped as the Mario Kart or Mario Golf did.
1: Yeah, I, I'd never really played a golf game until then, but loved, loved, loved Mario Golf.
0: Mario Golf got me into real golf.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. You and I used to go to the driving range. Yeah, we go to the driving range all the time. Because it,
0: like, of Mario Golf. I, you know, at first I'd get like a driver, and then because then you could just go to the driving range. But then it like went in, like a full on set of golf clubs and play. And it was, I attribute that to Mario Golf completely.
1: You know, and the funny thing is, they've had new Mario Golf, golf games. I, I almost said cart. I know. Mario Golf games come out since then, but I, I never really liked yeah, Toad Soul Tour for the
0: GameCube came out yeah, and a lot of people like it,
1: but it never recaptured I, I that. It, it something felt different about it, and I didn't like it as much as the Nintendo sixty four one. It looked prettier. It was prettier, it introduced but it didn't more play characters. The same. Gave us
0: baby Mario. Mario Golf did, did if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> well, no, I guess really Yoshi's Island
1: gave us Baby Mario, but as a playable character I think well, that it, might have been. Was the that first. like the first sports game he was in, maybe? I think so. I I know tennis was the first to have uh, Waluigi, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, Waluigi wasn't a character in the Wario Land games, wasn't it? That character was created for, I think it was tennis. It was one of the sports games.
0: Yeah, and tennis was, you know, tennis deserves an honorable mention because too, like, but there had been other good tennis games come out over the years. Like, I still remember like playing old tennis games and thinking they were kind of fun, but never a golf game. Yeah. But uh, it, and it, it taught you the basics of golf. It's, there, there were silly things
1: about it, but I mean, at its core, it was a very Man, I would earnest argue, golf game. I would argue, I think, that we played more Mario Golf than Mario Kart.
0: Yeah, when I think Mario Golf, I just think about like Taco Bell and Zimas and like Kicking Back. <laughs> and uh, this is, we're, we're dating this a little bit uh, from the Zimas alone. But, uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. Mario, Mario Golf, in fact, I remember kind of a bittersweet memory, too, of Mario Golf. Like, we were playing Mario Golf, like, right before you moved out to California. It was yeah. one of my last memories, too. Like, before you leave and to go to California, like, we were yeah, playing some Mario Kart bit. over at Ruth's place, I guess it was.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, but, yeah, that it, that was, like, our growing up game. You know, we were all moving out, had our own places. Becoming uh, adults. Becoming adults and, and, and taking our N64s with us. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that... Mario Golf. Again, I don't have a whole lot to say about it because it is just golf. Yeah. Uh, but, but there was something uh, special about the four
1: players. Definitely one of my favorite Nintendo sixty four games. It, it's up there with Mario and Mario
0: Mario Kart for Let's sure. So, so that that one was that yours? was my four.
1: So so I I got uh, okay. Uh, I w- I'm going to do a very obscure one that probably nobody else has even played, let alone heard of. Okay, but so we're gonna lose some people, maybe. But, but it's one of my favorites, uh, Goemon's Great Adventure. Uh, I don't even really know how to start with this, other than the, uh, I, I, you know, honestly, I don't even know how I came to even get this game. I've never heard of it. But you've completely stumped me on I, this game. I, I think I think probably I saw like a, a review or something in in a magazine, like Game Fan or something. And it, it piqued my interest and, and I bought it, but the big thing I remember as soon as so I you know I opened the game up and I put it in, and as soon as it starts up, it was just the uh, I was just captured by the theme song. I mean, it was it just it, it just started up with like you know the, the Goemon's theme song and and I'll have to get you a video and you'll have to play that, but. Uh, it was from that point. Don't worry,
0: Nick. I'm going to have some of that music playing right now. <laughs> it, it,
1: it was from that point that I was just like, this is this is so fun. You well, know, we're I, off to a good start. Even, yeah, I haven't even started the game yet, and, and I've I'm, I'm already love it. <laughs> well, from the
0: name alone, I'm guessing it was kind of like popular in Japan, maybe? Yeah,
1: I mean, it's a Japanese character, and uh, I, I really am not all that terribly familiar with Goemon. But, you know, I think it was like a series of but uh, and I think it very much it played, but it played a lot of different ways because it had a kind of two D elements to it, where kind of a two D platformer kind of element where you might jump. I oh, was going to but, be a
0: question is like, how did it play? Like, what? but it also
1: had kind of an open world kind of thing, almost almost like Zelda. And uh, it and and then there were elements where you would hop inside the, like this giant mech and have like these boss battles like in this mech but throughout the entire game it was just filled with that quirky japanese humor oh yeah and, love it or hate it uh, it's yeah you know. and, and i was one that loved it <laughs> yeah and i don't think you really ever no, got not it really I, I remember you know back <laughs> in the day i tried to share stuff like that with you and you would just not get it i just and, wouldn't get
0: it like yeah you were really big into like ronma half uh, and uh you know, other anime stuff. I would, I would, even Pokemon really. Uh, I remember like you, you were like, it was on your radar way more than it was mine. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll look at it and I'm like, I you know, I, I get it. I could always appreciate it for what it was. It just wasn't. I was more into Beavis and Butthead, I guess, <laughs> at the time. More refined, you know, uh, yeah. I mean that, that American uh, culture.
1: That was definitely, you know, and I was getting into, like, the different animes and manga and whatnot. And, you know, it wasn't really a thing here in the States at all. I mean, it's huge now. Like, uh, Yeah, Suncoast Video would have, like, a little small section in the back yeah. of the store dedicated to it. So
0: it was a it was a niche, um, like but, uh,
1: thing. But yeah, I mean that's that's going to be my obscure one on the list. But I, I love I it. I really enjoyed that game. Yeah, uh,
0: I, that's great. Um, I like that we got a, li- a, a ten. A one of our ten favorite games is a game that I've never even heard. Of. <laughs> that's so perfect.
1: You know, I mean, you can't just have. I mean, you got to throw in some crazy stuff in there. You can't just always have like the same. Like you know, everybody's always going to have. You know, Mario 64. Yeah. Top Nintendo 64 game of all time. We yeah, and there's some Spice games it up a little bit. I've
0: got some honorable mention games, which I guess I'm going to go over because, like, my last pick's coming up after this, so I'm going to maybe get some honorable mentions out of the way. Okay. Games that I really liked and remember fondly, but just, I couldn't put them on the list. Maybe they could have been on your list after that game, but <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Uh, Banjo Kazooie? Oh, uh, yeah,
1: absolutely, yeah. I mean, because that, it was the whole kind of, you know, hunt and collect kind of concept of those games right
0: yeah it, it popularized it and it also was like one of those games where like it kind of continued on that mascot thing where it was huge in the 16-bit era it was kind of dying off but like they were doing it really well like banjo and kazooie were really cute everybody's and, trying to make their own mascot everybody's trying to make their own mascot and, and it was a rare game so it continued on that excellence of rare in 64 games and uh, it, it wasn't as good as Mario 64, but there was for sure a quality to it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I played quite a bit of it. it there was a sequel that came out. Uh, there's been yeah, a couple. Banjo-Tooie. Banjo-Tooie. I, I didn't get into it nearly as much as the nah, first one. I, I was really kind of, like, burnt out, I think, of the collectathons. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because some of those games are making a comeback. you got the spiritual successor of Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. The, uh, what's it called?
1: Uh, yeah, I was trying to think of the name of it just now. I saw it in the store the other like day. You're like a lizard. Yeah. Uh, it starts with a K, I think, maybe. I don't mm, know. It'll pop up right
0: over here. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, audio viewers, or listeners, you're going to get cut out. Uh, no, let's think of I can't think of it. I just can't. <laughs> But yeah, that that game is kind of a thing you now, uh, and uh, they, of course there was a Donkey Kong 64 yeah, version cool. that came out uh, that was, you know, we were talking about before, like, was or may or may not have been a good game, you know, because <laughs> we really weren't interested in it anymore, those types of games. Um, but yeah, like, I, I liked Banjo-Kazooie enough to even consider it in my top five, Um there was a really good series of baseball games that i liked a whole lot all-star baseball that i really dug yoka and laylee
1: ukulele oh ukulele ukulele yeah yeah. <laughs>
0: <Yook-a-lay-ly>. <laughs> what is it? yeah okay ukulele ukulele yeah okay. so there's a there's a fondness and a retro you know thing happening there where you know like uh ratchet and clank had a new game come out for playstation 4 which was really just like a remake of the original but there's a there's a desire to have those games again, but they all started on N sixty four. That
1: makes so much sense now with banjo and kazooie. Yeah, ukulele. I get it now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I just I saw it on the shelf and I couldn't remember. <laughs> okay.
0: I mean, we we're neither one of us are going to buy that game. Probably <laughs> it's coming after the Switch. Who knows? Um, and one other, I guess honorable mention is I'll throw in the South Park game. <laughs> it was not a good game at any at all. But it was like a oh, it was like a shooter. I
1: totally forgot about that South Park game. But... Yeah,
0: it was like a shooter, and uh, South Park was enormous at the time. So the graphics were like good, I guess, for the time. You had all like the little side characters, like the aliens and the cows, and yeah. and Cartman, and they all uh, said their little catchphrases when you I shot. Was like
1: the, what well, was the the little baby brother? Ike Ike. Oh like yeah! <laughs> Don't kick the baby! <laughs>
0: Don't kick the baby! <laughs> so uh, I remember getting that game when I first moved out on my own and we were in a house and I brought the N64, you know, with us, of course. And, you know, we'd play like the wrestling games and that South Park games, uh, that, or that game, not games. I thought there probably was a couple, but, um, for that reason that I played that game a lot, you know, a game doesn't have to be a great game for me to put it on my list. That's probably one of those games that almost made it. So those are my honorable mentions. got Any honorable mentions you'd like to mention? Uh,
1: yeah. So, yeah, before I say my last one, um, Honorable mention, I want to say uh, Star Fox sixty four. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people are it, gonna it was kick really,
0: their computers like <laughs>
1: or yell I, at their. It was really kind of a remake, I think, of the original Star Fox. But it was it was so great, and, and it also introduced that whole um, four player kind of arena kind of dogfight. Yes, yeah, st-
0: Star Fox sixty four was what Star Fox two was gonna be. Um, if I remember correctly, they there was the whole like Star Fox Two was never released, even though it was mostly completed. And uh, part of the reason why they didn't release it, I think, is because it was not all the way done, and they wanted something to come out for N sixty four, so they just kind of held it back. Yeah. So uh, Star Fox sixty four is it, I was I've never been the biggest Star
1: Fox fan. I appreciate I it either, but it was fun. I mean, because like Eric had the original game, and so I never even bought the original game. But I did buy Star Fox 64. The was, graphics were always funny. cutting edge. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I say, you could. They had a, a colorful cast
0: of characters. Fox McCloud was always fun. You got Slippy. Got Slippy <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, and you had your escort missions were like a big thing for Star Fox. Star yeah. Fox 64, like that was a genre do, the barrel, roll. Yeah. <laughs> do <the> barrel roll, do a barrel roll. But yeah, that that's deserving. Like I could never talk in depth about Star Star Fox 64, but I appreciate it for what
1: it was. And uh, in, in, I'll throw in one more, too. Uh, uh, Yoshi's Story. I, it, it, it was a cute little game, and, and I think, if I remember right, it was kind of the first that really kind of defined the characteristics of Yoshi that we kind of see now, like the different sounds The and cuteness. Stuff. They, the cuteness, the, oh, the sounds yeah. that he makes. Or, <clears throat> or she, I don't even really <laughs> know what Yoshi is, but yeah. He's I, a dinosaur, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but I suppose. Yeah, but he, she, I don't know. You know. Oh, you meant it's sex, yeah. yeah. But,
0: uh. Well, but I guess he's a boy because they had later have, like, more feminine Yoshis in other games, maybe. Like, if you had a bow in your hair, you were just. That's a Birdo,
1: though. Birdo's not Yoshi.
0: Well, no, I know Birdo's not Yoshi, but maybe it's just because they had all those different Yoshi
1: colors. There's lots of colors. Okay, maybe there was no bow I made that up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want Yoshi to be a boy really bad for some reason. Yeah, right, but, uh. Um... So, so on to my my last one. Uh no, it's mine. I think uh, I I kind of paused for honorable mentions, but my my fifth game. Oh yeah, your your last one. Okay, I'm gonna wrap up my top five uh, with Shadow of the
1: Empire, Star Wars. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: it, is it my only game? That's not some sort of Mario game. I think it is. I, I think so. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Golden. I wasn't Mario. Oh no, good but, point, Golden. But
1: maybe like the only that's not either Mario or a party game.
0: Yeah. um... That game was awesome. Like For one reason alone, it let me be on Hoth.
1: <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's like That was the first one that it just really gave you that feeling of the Hoth battle from Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. That just played it so well. I couldn't get enough.
0: They were really nailing the cinematics, and uh, the look of it was, of course, really impressive for its time. That game, I'm sure, probably looks awful now. But there, there was a series of, and I almost maybe want to cheat a little bit, Saying that, like Mario Party for You, like there was a series of Nintendo exclusive games that were Star Wars, like Rogue Squadron and, yeah. uh, you know,
1: this game. And uh, there were just a ton of Star Wars games. And it was always such a big joke that. Every time there was a new Star Wars game, that well, they've done the Hoth battle again, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it it works and it's fun. It's, you know, I mean, everybody loves it.
0: Who doesn't want to, like, you know, take down an ad-ad? It's improved every time, you know? Yeah, I'll I'll, to this day continue to take down ad-ads. I don't care. Absolutely. Make it prettier. Like, I was playing the pod pod game, the Star Wars Arcade. If that's
1: all that the game was, maybe you got something to argue, but yeah, it was just. It's just one portion. It was just a highlight, that's all
0: people remember it because it was such a a notable thing but this was like the first time you'd had some super nintendo star wars oh yeah i mean
1: there were other games that had a hoth battle but not like this this was the first that was like in 3d yeah and uh you know
0: i i can't really remember a whole lot about the game other than the hoth level because it was just such a great game a lot of times i would just play that hoth level and quit
1: yeah, You know,
0: because yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm done. This is it. This is why I paid the money for the game. I'm good.
1: Yeah. I don't have to play anymore well, in this you, game. A lot of the, most of the rest of the game, you're running around on foot shooting things as Dash Rendar, I think that was his name. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the Hoth battle was just what really sold it. Yeah, it's sold, sure. it it's
0: it was worth the price of admission alone. And, uh, you know, we, I was kicking around the idea, like, should I put Rogue's Quadrant on? Because Rogue Squadron is probably a better game uh you know all around but uh, yeah it let me be on off and for that alone but it's going to be this in one my was top a milestone. 5 it was a milestone yeah. it was it was the first really immersive Star Wars game yeah. in in a time like nowadays where there's just you got them in VR and you know yeah. you, got your, you got your battlefield there's been all those battlefield games but now they're back with the like you know in a big way yeah so uh, yeah that's that's my fifth pick
1: All right, so on to mine. All right, now, since obviously we haven't said this game yet. Are we going to say it? Anybody watching knows it has to be coming. (laughs) And so, you know, you you started out with Mario 64, so I'm ending with Zelda 64. Ocarina of Time? Yes. Uh, And a lot of people will argue, like, that this is their favorite Zelda game, like, ever. And I, I can't say that. It was a great, great game, and uh, I mean, we keep saying this word over and over and Mm -hmm. uh,
0: over—milestone—because
1: it was the first 3D Zelda game. And I I remember being like super anxious, like how, because my favorite Zeldas were one and three, both of which were like that top-down formula. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, how can they do Zelda in 3D? I've seen now Mario been done in 3D. It's great. I love it. But I, for whatever reason, I still couldn't picture Zelda in 3D. But then I played it. There it was. It's great. It works.
0: It made sense. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, you're on this grand adventure. And uh, and then, you know, the rest is history. But, uh, but like I was saying, though, I still hold those other games as my favorites. But uh, it's definitely up there. I mean, it, it's a great game.
0: Leaving Ocarina of Time off your top ten list of N sixty four games would incite a riot just about anywhere. Oh yeah, uh, it,
1: it has to be there. Yes, it's, it's just sort of a,
0: a given. And uh, I'm with you, Ocarina of Time. Uh, I was swept up in the Ocarina of Time, you know, f- you know, f- uh, madness or whatever. <laughs> the, <call>. fever. <laughs> the fever. The uh, fever. I remember like pre-ordering it, and uh, I had to get the gold cartridge because I think if you pre-ordered at a certain time, you get a gold That's cartridge. That's just your thing, though wasn't a gold cartridge
1: it, it was like the first Zelda game that had no gold cartridge well I thought that there was it, a deal where you could get the gold cartridge if you I, I want to say it was a gold sticker well maybe I'm wrong I don't know I feel like because I pre-ordered mine yeah but I feel like mine's gray maybe I'm wrong okay
0: well I I, I also got
1: the uh it the had dye. shiny box it, it, it had like something over the box that was shiny
0: yeah, I, I I got the guide and uh, I took the day off work, because um, I mean I my favorite Zelda game is probably still A Link to the Past, so this is the game following A Link to the Past if you don't count the Game Boy games. Um, so I, I and I'll, I'm with you, like I loved Mario and I was really anxious to to see how they were going to approach it. And this game actually was covered quite extensively extensively in magazines. Yeah. So you know, I knew there was going to be like boomerangs, and I, I'd already seen many screenshots of the game. So uh, this was kind of going into that period of time in, in internet. You know, like I had internet, uh, you know AOL or whatever. So I'd seen stuff about it. Um, but yeah, they they really nailed how like a Zelda game should feel if it were in three D. The dungeons were really well done. Mm. Uh, I really enjoyed like the the like hub areas you know that it the horse being able to ride a horse oh, for the yeah. first time Epona. felt yeah felt just right the scale of zelda was like so much bigger than ever before mm-hmm. you, you take a game like nowadays uh with breath of the wild and that's a
1: huge game uh, so so story driven too yeah like, you know like super nintendo at uh, links to the past it it was. I mean, it had like its little cutscenes, but it would just be like you'd walk up somewhere and just a little bit of text. But you know, this you know you're you're watching the story unfold. It was epic. Yeah, it was an epic tale. Uh, the first one that really did that. Yeah, like when you first walk up to uh, Hyrule Castle, you know, and the gate comes down and it's raining and you see ganondorf come out on the horse kidnapping zelda mm-hmm. you know it it, uh, it it really gave you that epic feel
0: that little hey listen guy though
1: <laughs> 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 i got to talk I about be.
0: yeah no, oh no. man every hey, time you had listen. to like yeah. yeah it's like really uh there i guess there's kind of a long line of annoying characters in zelda games yeah. after this one <laughs> well what was the little guy from the uh, wind waker uh
1: He's like a little—he's like a little jester guy. Uh, Tingle,
0: Tingle, yeah, Tingle was Tingle. Oh
1: yeah, um, yeah, but he wasn't like following you around. Everywhere no,
0: no, but he—he he was like a Jar Jar Binks
1: character though, <laughs> in a way. <laughs> it was like really. Tingle, Tingle was actually introduced, I think, in Majora's Mask. Oh okay. But, uh, never
0: played Majora's Mask. See, I'm missing out. Well, I mean, I
1: haven't beat it. I—it I, was like the one I never really got into and which people are probably yelling at their screens right now because screw them. this our list yeah because like (laughs) in my mind when majora's mask came out it came out so quickly after ocarina of time yeah that i felt like it wasn't like a full-blown like official like zelda title more it was more of just kind of a it would feel like an expansion, like an expansion pack, pack, now. pack. Yeah, In yeah. And so world. I didn't really, I didn't really care at the time. Like, oh, I'll wait for the next big Zelda, you know.
0: And maybe that was wrong of us to think so, because I felt the very same way. A Zelda game, you're just trained and conditioned to know you're gonna have to wait six, seven years yeah. or something for a new game to yeah. come out. Yeah. So
1: off. I, I would, well, and, and so, I mean, I think you mentioned about how expensive the Nintendo 64 games were. Yeah, they were like earlier, seventy bucks. Like seventy bucks. Yeah. So yeah. I don't want to pay another seventy bucks for this expansion pack, which you know, in my mind, yeah. is what it was. And we uh, didn't know what expansion packs were, DLC or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. So that's, yeah, you got. The so family. I didn't ever buy it, and uh, and people love it. So, you know, I've gone back now, and I've tried to revisit, and, and I've, I've gone through a little bit, but I just haven't been captured by it, and I haven't really gone all the way through and beat it.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's held up there in some lists. Some people's Zelda list is one of the best. Uh, I'm with you. It like, just never really appealed to me. Uh, and it, since
1: then, we've gotten a lot of other like little side-type Zelda games. People seem to like it, too, I think, because it's so dark. And, and maybe I don't like it for that reason. I don't know. Isn't it too like there's like a time limit to it kind of also? Yeah, it's something about, uh, like, I guess you keep, it's like Groundhog Day, I think. I think you keep replaying, like, this day over and over and because, like, the moon comes down. And and so then time goes back. And you, you have to do everything, like, within a certain amount of time before the world ends or whatever.
0: I don't know. It just strayed too far from the from the
1: recipe that I liked. Yeah. It, cause it's like Zelda 2. When like, I read these things about it, it's like, that doesn't sound like Zelda to me. And, and
0: You're just forcing it into a Zelda game. Yeah. That was our list of N64 games. Uh, a really solid list, I think, overall. Uh, mm-hmm. The library of games wasn't always this great, but the top of the cream of the crop was really good.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, and if anybody else has seen, or not seen, but uh, played, on this great adventure. Yeah, let yeah, me please comment. No. Like, Don't let Nick think that he was the only one. Let whoever made the game know to. Make it feel
0: good. <laughs> Not that they're browsing the comment section of the Big Geek podcast, but if they are, you never know. They might be like, oh, thank God one guy really liked it. Enough to put in his top ten. <laughs> Five, really. <laughs> yeah. So, once again, uh, I've been Ron Avis. And I'm Nick Wright. The Prince of Pixels. <laughs> and uh, thanks for tuning in.